0: Hello and welcome. You are officially listening to the Laugh It Off podcast with Megan Ulrich Krieger. Grab your wine, water, whiskey, whatever, and stay tuned for some good laughs and some tidbits to help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, hello. Welcome back for another episode of the Laugh It Off podcast. Okay. Real quick, if you guys do not follow me on Instagram, you may have missed the memo, but for the rest of summer, we will be going to a bi-weekly layout. Ah, I know I joked about it the last episode, but this summer has been so crazy busy, and instead of you guys just having to guess when episodes are going to come out, um, I'm going to just flat say we're going to do every other week for the duration of summer. So we have today, then we have July 27th. Then we have August 10th, and then we have August 24th, and then September 7th we'll resume regular episodes again. So today we're going to be talking about self-sabotage, and next time on July 27th we are finally going to be talking about body dysmorphia. I've seen even more posts and gotten even more questions about it, so we'll finally be addressing it. It's just one of those episodes that I want to like do more thoroughly. And so I didn't want to just like come on and riff about that subject like I do some of the other ones. And so that is going to be July 27th. It's going to be body dysmorphia. So if you have any questions or anything you specifically want me to cover, feel free to message me on Instagram. But otherwise, let's dive into the self-sabotage today. I am so excited about this episode because I think this is something that a lot of people deal with. But we don't always know how to how to even like identify it really or stop it. And how, how are you going to stop something that you can't even identify as happening? And I think it's because a lot of time self-sabotage sometimes gets mixed in with just being um, like just you being negative or like having imposter syndrome. Oh, my gosh, that was my dog. If you could just hear that. Hang on. Okay, we're back. (laughs) Um, Okay, where were we? So talking about um, how imposter syndrome kind of, or no, 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 not imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome can get confused with self-sabotage and they are actually different. And I will also say self-sabotaging can present itself in different ways. I'm going to talk about the way that it presents itself the most for me and what I see most commonly. And it's really just a way It presents itself as like subconsciously or even consciously sometimes Holding yourself back, not because you like don't think you're good enough, like that's what imposter syndrome is, is is like not thinking you're good enough to do something that you want to do, okay? So that's like the thoughts of like, oh, who am I? Or I I don't have this many followers, so I can't do that. Or I don't have this skill, so I can't do that. Or my resume isn't good enough to apply for that job. Like that is imposter syndrome, thinking that you're not good enough to do something that you want to do. For me, self-sabotage presents itself in a way of where I stop myself before I even start because I just like, I don't even want to call it self-doubt. You just make, it's it's pre-made assumptions about yourself and they present themselves in a way where it's like it's easier to just stop yourself before you start than to like start something and be be bad at it for the first time or or have to like start from ground zero. So let me give you some examples that like made me think of this and really brought it up for this week. Example number 1, reading. You guys, for many many years now, I have always just said Oh, I'm not a reader. I don't read. I don't have time to read. Like, I've always, this has just been the narrative that I gave myself. Even though for like a few years now, I had considered, like, I'm like, fuck, I would love to like read again just for fun, just for pleasure. For many years of my life, I solely read, and by read, I mean listen to business books. And also there I go just discounting myself again. We're going to get there in just a second, okay? Um I haven't read like just for leisure since basically probably fucking high school to be honest. And so I've always just said, "Oh, I'm not a reader. I'm not into books or blah blah blah." When in reality, I had been curious about getting back into reading or getting into reading for the first time. But I know I'm not a strong reader. And so I think sometimes we just take the easy out of, of just labeling ourselves as something we are or something we aren't instead of like being okay with being bad at something at first, right? So instead of being like, Oh, yeah, I am am i would never be like, oh, I'm a slow reader, but like, I fucking am a slow-ass reader. And so instead of working through that, it's always just been my default to say, oh, I'm not a reader. And just sabotaging myself in that way, and now that I have started reading again, you guys, I'm like, fuck, I've missed out on so much, because I love seeing people post their books and all of this stuff, and I've always been like, oh, I should get to that, I should get to that, but I've always just been, oh, I'm not a reader. And now... I have read like four fucking books this year which and again I'm going to discount myself again this it's so it's an endless cycle. I was just going to say which is not that much, but everybody in the reading community would be like, "No, that's fucking awesome. Like that's more than you did last year." So I've read like four physical books and even though I sit here and I'm like, "Oh, I'm not the strongest reader." It hasn't taken me the whole year to read those books. It's just been like, I'll go to the cabin for a weekend and I'll read a book. So I'm still reading these books in like one or two weekends, which is really impressive. And not that you even have to be an impressive reader to say, oh, I'm a reader. Because now when I look back, I was like, I'm like, I listened to Audible for many years, but never considered myself a reader, like, no, that fucking counts. Like, we are so quick to, like, discount and just, like, sabotage ourselves from, from doing new things or, like, trying things that we want to do. So I think that's where it's also important to rewrite, okay, or rediscover what we consider to be, quote, good at something and get rid of the belief that, like, you have to be good good at something in order to, like, identify with it. Like, you don't have to be a good, strong, fast reader. You don't have to read 52 to 100 books a year to, like, identify as a reader, right? You can just be like, oh, I I love picking up a few books here on the weekends. Like, you're a fucking reader. Or, oh, I just listen to audibles every week. You're a fucking reader. Like, We need, (laughs) I think if we let go of these expectations of what it takes to be good at something, it would be a lot easier to try new things more frequently. And so the other example, which has been one, so example number two, oh my God, this dog, I don't know if you can hear her in the background. She's fucking nuts today, y'all. Oh my God. I got her a new toy. Well, I didn't get her it. Kevin got her it. And she's fucking obsessed with it, which is great. It's this giant-ass duck, which is, like, bigger than she is. She's not a hunting dog. She is a husky, if you do not follow me. And she just is buck wild, but we got to deal with it. It's <laughs> I'm here alone, and I, I got to keep watch over her so she doesn't destroy the house. I wish you all could see this right now. She's literally, like, standing on me. Would you like to say hello? can't No, don't eat it. No, 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 no. Okay, that is Scotia's first cameo on the podcast. Example number two, which I think is gonna be super relatable for a lot of people and has been something that I have dealt with for many, many years, is I'm not a runner. Y'all, it has been so much easier for me my whole life to just say, oh, I'm not a runner. Than it is to just be like, oh, I'm not a strong runner. Even though, like, I do run. I go to the gym. I go to classes that make you run. I have participated and paid to be in 5Ks before. I ran a lot um, at, like, my first year of college. Like, there's been, it's been an on and off thing for me. But instead, I've never identified as a runner just because I'm not like a good one which again we need to fucking rewrite the script of what does that even mean like oh you can only call yourself a runner if you have an eight minute mile like that's bullshit like if you fucking walk run half ass jog half a mile you just ran you're a runner and most of the positive people in the running community again. This is what's so funny is a lot of times it's it's us judging ourselves. There are judgy people in every community out there. But like I said with like the reader community, they would be the one they're the the positive ones that are going to be the first ones to say, "No, you read a book like you're a reader." The positive people in the running community are also going to be like, "You ran half a mile? Like that's amazing, you're a runner." And I think what happens when we continuously ourselves these things too, that's where the sabotaging comes in. That's where we hold ourselves back without even like fully realizing it. Because let's say you've, you've spent years and years and years saying you're not a runner or you're not a reader. Trying to pick those things up is going to be that much harder for you. And you're going to be talking shit about yourself the whole time you're fucking doing it too. Like when I go on runs and I'm, when I start a run with the mindset of like, I suck at running or I'm not a runner, the run is not enjoyable. But when I start a run or a workout where I'm like, let's just like see how I do today, it's so much more enjoyable. If we could just try things and do things with the motive of like, let's just see how this goes, we would be able to accomplish so many more things and we would judge ourselves so much fucking less along the way. And so that's what I mean when I say for me, self-sabotaging presents itself in a way of like I just stop myself before I even start because I rather I would rather just say, oh, no, not my thing than like have to be bad at something or have to be new at something or have to learn. I think we even do the same thing when it comes to like jobs and careers and stuff. We would rather stay somewhere than try something new just because we're afraid of starting or being bad at it from like the get go. Because also, needless to remind y'all, and I know it's a little woo-woo for some people. Not everybody always believes in this and stuff. But, like, what we put out into the universe is what comes back to us. The words we say about ourselves come true. Like, we have to be intentional in the way that we speak in the way that we speak to others, and especially the way that we speak about ourselves, okay? Because what you put out always comes back, like the universe listens, whether it's positive or negative. So I'm not saying you have to go out there and say, oh, I'm a runner, I'm a runner, I'm a runner, but at least stop fucking saying, I'm not a runner, I'm a shitty runner, I suck at this, blah, blah, blah. If we can just be neutral when we're doing things, we'll have such... A more positive experience starting from ground zero versus starting two steps backwards by by trying something new with with the mindset of like oh I suck at this you're 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 taking two steps backwards you know um so that's kind of what I just wanted to talk about today I feel like this is a shorter episode but that's okay short and sweet Stop self-sabotaging, rewrite the script of shit you've said about yourself. So I want you to like take a minute and like maybe even journal it out. Like what are some narratives that you have created about yourself that may or may not be true? What are some things that you've wanted to try, but you just haven't given yourself the fucking chance even because you've stopped yourself before you could even start just because you're scared of being bad or being new or being a beginner? And write those things down and take some time this weekend, next week, whatever, and work on rewriting that script. And even if it's not like, boom, I'm a super great reader now, like you don't have to bounce all the way, but if you could just stop shitting on yourself, (laughs) that would be great. I (laughs) I feel like that is the new motto of this podcast is if you could just stop shitting on yourself, that would be great. That is the new motto. Maybe, maybe I should title this episode that. If you could just stop shitting on yourself, that would be great. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to let y'all go. I love you guys. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Thank you for being patient as I navigate all the things that I'm in. Oh, I got a new fucking job. Okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Quitting jobs is fucking hard, y'all. Leaving and starting something new is fucking hard. I've been this year 2022 has been wild for me. So those of you guys who have just like clung on for dear life along the way, like I fucking love you and I appreciate you so much. Um, here's what I've been kind of alluding to. I haven't even fully divulged the info on social media. Or I haven't even had time. So here is what the fuck is up, okay? Two things. One, I got a new nine-to-five job, okay, so like a new day job. Uh, As most of you guys know, I was at the advertising firm, uh, the newspaper firm, yada, yada, yada. I built a really good relationship with one of my clients there, who is the owner of a construction company local to me, and she basically recruited me uh, to be there full-time marketing manager social media manager and community outreach coordinator and so it it was like the it was like wild honestly the way that it worked because it was so fresh like I was not at my other job for that long and I've never been a frequent job hopper or anything like that was never my intention getting back into the work field is like oh I'm gonna just hop around and find the best option like this literally This opportunity was the universe slapping me in the fucking face where it was like it was a full circle moment, honestly, when she first was like, can I steal you? I was like, what? And it was it was straight proof in front of my eyes where you're like, okay, when one door closes, 10 million more open. And so that door closing was my career with Pure Romance, which has already opened numerous other things so it opened that first nine to five right and then now it has led me to this one which is higher pay similar flexibility um family-owned company which is my fucking heart I love it a family-owned construction company very successful doubling year over year I'm kind of coming in. I'm basically creating my own position with them because it's it was not a pre-existing position that they had. It was a position they saw a need for and she was like you are who I want in this. And so I've been working with them to kind of create that. So I'm doing all of their social media now. Uh, I'm in charge of all of their marketing, advertising and stuff myself. And then I love, I've been getting to do their community outreach stuff. So we do, we sponsor a lot of events and nonprofits and community things in our area. So I'm now in charge of those as well, which is super exciting. So that, that is what my new job has been. So I've been in that transition, which was just kind of a lot with my trip to Mexico, Fourth of July weekend, um, days off trying to just navigate, navigate that stuff and getting over my fucking fear of disappointing people. Y'all quitting, quitting a job is so hard. Oh, that was so rough. Like I had so much anxiety going into it, but now I just know that I did the right thing and I put myself first, which is all you can ever do, right? You do the best that you can, but put yourself first at the end of the day. So that is my new venture with that. I also officially finally fucking for the um it's been a work in progress, finished up my LLC. So I actually am now my own LLC, which is Krieger coaching and consulting. So now all of my coaching business can go under my LLC. All of um the consulting piece of it, this is what's also a fun opportunity that I've been doing is um, providing social media services for small businesses. So those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know I've been doing the social media for um, a bar in our area. I am friends with or I'm friends with the owner basically. And so I've been doing their social media and freelancing some of that stuff. So truly... If you've been listening to me this whole year and you've been on the brink of some change and you've been on the brink of being like, God, I need to just close this chapter, but you're scared. I fucking promise you when one door opens or one door closes 50 more open, but you do have to be open to receive those things. And you have to just be like, yeah, open to receive and and looking for them also. Right. It's not like. Magic is going to happen just because you close one chapter of your life because I could have easily been like I could have easily blown off her offer and been like oh yeah right or whatever but I was like oh like let's have a sit down and like talk about this um just looking for those signs and Kevin thought I was super woo woo at the time he's like why do you think everything's a sign because I was like god I feel like this is a sign that I should do this and all this stuff but you got to be open to receive those things too so that is that recap that was very short nutshell, but I love it. Like literally the only downfall is that it's a 20 minute drive instead of a two minute drive. But I love everything else about it. And it is an actual legit nine to five versus where I was at was an eight to five. So I have more time in the mornings to spend with my dog, um, drink my coffee, sleep in, shower, like do whatever I need to do. Edit a podcast. No. <laughs> um. So Yeah that's what we've been doing. I love you guys. My birthday's tomorrow. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) I've never been a huge birthday gal, to be honest. I feel like being a summer birthday has so many pros and cons because being a summer birthday, like growing up in school, like nobody knows it's your birthday, like besides some of your close friends, like you don't get to like be celebrated in the classroom or like have anybody at school ever tell you happy birthday and shit like that. But now that you're like older, having a summer birthday is fucking awesome because there's so many different things that you can do. Except for I'll be going to my best friend's wedding is this weekend. So we'll be going up to Duluth, Minnesota for that tomorrow on my birthday. Um, Last year, my birthday fell on another friend's bachelorette party. (laughs) But the year before that, my birthday fell on my bachelorette party. So it's totally fine. It's never been a huge thing for me. But we have 30 coming up in like two or three. I don't know how old I am. Two or three years. How fucking old are we, y'all? We I say we as if we're all born the same year. Hang on. What year is it? 2022. I'm turning 27 tomorrow. So we got 30. I'm going to do something big for 30. Anyway, I'm rambling now. I love you guys. I love you. I love you. I love you. Go on. Be the best versions of yourselves. Um, Stop fucking shitting on yourself. And I'll talk to you guys in two weeks. That seems so far away now, but... Again, I had to do what was best for me this summer and it was going to bi-weekly. So love y'all and I'll chat with you soon. Bye.